I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. The- I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Great to be with you today. And as always, we have a lot of ground to cover on the fastest 60 minutes of radio. And we will attempt, as we always do, to help you divide the rage from the reason, to slow things down just a little bit, help you connect the dots and make the news make sense. Uh, And I actually just want to get right into it today because I want to get back to this idea of separating the rage from the reason. I think we are entering a really critical period uh, as we go through this pandemic. We, we've we had the moments of unity. We've had the moments of people rallying together and coming together to do common things for the common good. And, and now we're entering this next phase where I am worried that we are going to very rapidly slide back in to rage, divisiveness, all of the things that uh, have been problems for us over the recent past uh, and are uh, about uh, ready to, to reemerge if we allow them. Uh, often we go back to, uh, to 9-11, and, and everyone uh, who uh, was of age during 9-11 remembers the, the stirring tributes uh, that took place. Everyone remembers all 535 members of Congress standing on the steps of the United States Capitol singing God Bless America. Uh, and you can go on and on through the list, uh, but those feelings always fade. And right now we're entering this stage where it's very easy for us to go back to the mudslinging, the group griping, the pity parties, the all the problems, uh, and we're seeing that in a, in a number of places already. And so my, my caution is we've got to be really careful that we don't let rage rule again. Uh, this was a great chance for us to reset uh, and now we got to make sure, especially in a political year, that we don't go right back to business as usual. Uh, and I've, I've said it on this program before. I will say it again that as a consumer of news, as a citizen of this country, just remember that anyone who plants thistles in the spring is not expecting to harvest fruit in the fall. So anyone that is planting divisiveness, anyone who is playing to your fear, anger, angst, frustration, does not have your best interest in mind. Uh, they're going to profit by it. And so we, we've, we've got to slow down. We've got to step back and say, okay, let's, let's not allow this to divide us. Uh, and surely, surely we should not let something like a mask be the cause of great division in our communities. Uh, obviously, we've had uh, reports over some store owners who want people to wear masks in their businesses. They have every right to do that. And we've seen reports where it's been done 
respectfully. I, I love that, that in Utah uh, we have uh, had reports of people going into a, a shop and being told that they needed to wear a mask or they couldn't be in there. But it was done in a way that was kind, that was respectful. Uh, no no fights, no need to call police or authorities uh, because that's how we do things here. And I just want to remind everyone that's how we do things here. And there are places around the country where it's it's getting heated of don't tell me I have to wear a mask in your business. Well, if it's if it's their business, they can tell you that. Uh, any of you who grew up in the uh, 70s and 80s, the no sh- shoes, no shirt, no service, that's that's a legal thing. <laughs> they can do that. Uh, and so we have to just be careful that we aren't allowing those who want to sow the seeds of division and to uh, prop those up a little bit because they've uh, been set aside. I mean, my email box has, has had a great breather over the last uh, few weeks anyway. Uh, didn't have quite as many of the regular political uh, petitions that are always trying to stoke anger and fear and frustration and then, you know, wanting you to donate 25 or 50 bucks to the cause. And uh, that's, you know, that's a, a really interesting thing. But now it's starting to pick up again. I'm starting to see in my email box, oh, there's there's more and more that now we have to be careful. We have to watch out for Nancy Pelosi. We have to watch out for President Trump. We have to watch out for Mitch McConnell. Uh, and on and on it goes, all the way down to whatever local race you may be tracking. And it's because people are so easy to step back into that space because it's easy. Anybody can pick a fight. Few people can persuade and win an argument. Fewer still can persuade to a higher position and then lead you there. But that's what we need in the country. That's what we need in our communities. Uh, And so just be careful when you hear the reports, when you see the national news going on about anger and frustration in, in different cities as they open back up. Uh, One, be thankful that you don't live there, that you live in the state of Utah where we can have real conversations. We can meet the needs uh, of customers and of business owners as we reopen and move forward. Uh, And so just be careful. Just step back just a a little bit. Time for a little deep breath and uh, a chance for us to decide. Let's just decide. We don't want to be in the thistle business. We want to be in the fruit business. And again, anyone who's planting thistles in the spring is not looking to harvest fruit in the fall. And we got to get past that Uh, because the mudslinging, things are going to heat up in Washington, D.C. in a big way. In fact, uh, Mitch McConnell uh, took to the floor of the United States Senate yesterday to uh, to talk about what the Democrats had sent over from the House. A three trillion dollar wish list slapped together in a clumsy effort to never let a good crisis go to waste. So, again, right right back to the attacks. Uh, you had Nancy Pelosi yesterday uh, commenting on President Trump as being morbidly obese. You had Trump calling Romney a loser again over the weekend. Biden calling Trump, you know, President Tweedy. You have Trump calling Biden Sleepy Joe. And we're, we're back at it. Uh, that, may, that may be the signal that people are back to business as usual in Washington, D.C. We can do better. We can do much, much better. And we have to do better. And so we're going to try to do that today to make sure we are separating the rage from the reason, uh, to make sure we're elevating the conversation uh, and that we're moving forward, because that's 
that's how we do it here. And we can be a great uh, window in, window out to the nation in terms of here's a better way for a laboratory of democracy to thrive, to succeed, to move forward, uh, emerging from the pandemic. I think Utah is better positioned than anyone to be not just the crossroads to the West, but the crossroads to the world. If, if as citizens and if our elected representatives come together and continue to drive forward in a significant way. And so just be careful. Just step back a little bit. Uh, Let's not buy into all of the anger, fear, angst, and frustration. Remember, there is a whole industrial complex centered around those emotions, which, by the way, are very negative base emotions. Uh, They're hard to sustain. And in order to do it, you got to be angry every day. And that is not what it's all about. We can do better than that. Uh, and so we're going to cover a lot of that as we go through the program today. We're going to talk about some lessons. Many of you have been watching the uh, the last dance featuring the uh, Chicago Bulls, their incredible six-title run. Uh, it's been one of the few competitive things you can watch uh, on TV. So we're going to break that down. We're going to celebrate our high school seniors and some lessons there as well. Also, coming up at 1135, don't miss this, Sean Covey's going to join us, 30th anniversary of the seven habits of highly effective people. We'll talk about that at 1135. And then we're going to talk about a really important thing in our final segment today at 1150. We're going to talk about staging and moving in stages. Uh, A little lesson from the Apollo program. Uh, Don't miss that. All right, we're going to go ahead and step aside Uh, again when we come back. Last dance, last chance. uh, Really interesting lessons coming from you right here on KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.